good everybody you are now tuned in to episode 31 of in bones mind i am your host as always bones aka the mexican jaden smith and the mexican michael b jordan and i already know what some of you guys are thinking what a lot of people have been sending me lately and yes i know that michael b jordan is going to start only fans and no i am not going to subscribe damn fool i can't just be a fan or what you guys freaking a lot of people really think that like i'm go over here and buy this stuff like come on fool like i'm not gonna do that i like the guy i just don't like him like that although it is a coincidence that um he's doing the only fans to fund a barber school and i just thought that was pretty crazy too i'm like damn like i look up to this guy so much and obviously you guys know that i'm a barber and you know i have nothing but love for it and he's funding that like this fool already has money and he really wants, you know, just that's easy, man. And I, and I feel like that fool's not even going to do nothing crazy. You know, he's probably going to just put like there's traps that girls like and stuff and kind of like Jordan Woods is doing. Like she's not really doing nothing crazy. Just pictures like slightly, no, nothing even crazy, you know. But how are y'all doing today? Good, I hope. And for myself, I'm doing pretty good, too. Thanks for asking. But since you guys already know that this is my journal and everybody's journal, you know, you got to put like the day, the time and all that other stuff. Well, check it out. Since you guys are all part of this journey, it is 10:56 p.m. right now that I am recording. And yeah, I, I love it. Actually, I don't really like doing this at night, but I've been so busy. This was the only time I was going to be able to do it today. But I like it, you know, like I'm going to be like pretty tired by the time I'm done and this is, you know, therapeutic to me, and I'm pretty sure just listening to myself is therapeutic to some of you guys, too. Or maybe you're just using me as a background noise because, you know, like how you use the TV, and so maybe you're using me like that, but either way, if you're streaming this, I appreciate you. I low-key wish I had, like, I don't know, like a, a brew or, like, wine or something. I actually need to start uh, tasting wine and stuff. I've only been to one winery a one wine tasting but it was super fancy and i was freaking drunk within like two hours that stuff was so strong but i need to get something like real subtle something that would just make me chill out you know at the end of the night or something where i'm able to just you know feel peaceful and uh damn today I, it was crazy today and yesterday um i had these essays i had to do today i have actually in like an hour it's supposed to be due i already turned that thing in though at 6 p.m. Yeah, I freaking did a 2,000 word essay and I already turned that thing in. I'm pretty proud of myself. And the day before that, I think I did like a 1,700 word one or something like that. I'm just happy that it's all done with. I said I was going to do a lot of my homework during uh, this break we had for Thanksgiving. I took like two days off of work. I went back on a Saturday. And then after Saturday, I had what, like two more days off or whatever. So I didn't do them till the last two days. And also, I hope all you guys had a great Thanksgiving. I know this year was different and it's hella weird. 
due to COVID, you know, you can't see a lot of people that you wanted to see. You can't be around a lot of family. I'm pretty sure people still, you know, are with a lot of family. That's cool too, you know. Like I just say, you know, be, try to be as safe as possible. Um, I'm still, you know, I still do stuff or whatever, but I mean, I try to stay as safe as I can, just always wearing a mask or whatever, taking my vitamins, exercising. But either way, uh, holidays uh, with my family is always pretty small anyway, so it's, it's always real chill. It was cool, you know, I got to see uh, my brother, my sister, and I mean, I never get to see them anymore, really, especially since my sister left and stuff. But it's always nice seeing family. I still think it's a trip that um, we're only getting older. And since we're getting older, we start to think differently, you know, about our future. You see what your family agrees with and disagrees with. But at the end of the day, that's still your family and you got nothing but love for them. The only thing I hate about holidays is how lazy I get. That Thanksgiving day, um, I worked out by myself. My homie was, uh, we had his own thing, you know, and then he was, I knew he was going to be gone the rest of the week. So I was like, damn, I got to like motivate myself to, you know, exercise or whatever, like two, two hours or two and a half hours before uh, dinner. I was like, you know what? I'm going to get a workout in. I got pumped up. I actually really had a good workout. And with that mindset I had, I was like, damn, like I still have the rest of the week. Like, damn, I'm going to kill it, you know? So I thought I indulged more than I thought I was going to um damn i haven't ate that much well like not from thanksgiving but like after that you know um i haven't ate fast food that much in a very long time and the first like i don't know two days i was like whatever you know and if you're wondering like oh well, don't you have like leftovers or whatever from thanksgiving so i thought too but i didn't i woke up the next morning i was like hell yeah i'm gonna eat uh i don't really care about turkey but you still have like like those Hawaiian rolls or whatever. You guys know what I'm talking about. We still have that stuffing, mashed potato, all that other the good stuff, you know. And I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to make like sandwiches. I don't know what. Welcome in the morning. Looked in the fridge. There was nothing. It was wiped clean. I was like, what the hell? I was freaking starving. And uh, I hit my brother. I was like, I sent him a snapshot. I was like, dude, what the hell is this? And then he was like, move out and you'll get free food. And I was like, oh, dude. And then my mom got home and she was like, well, I told you if you wanted any. And I was like, fool, I told you I didn't want turkey, not the whole meal. Like, damn. So I had no other choice than, you know, just to go pick up something. And I was I was too lazy, dude, to freaking cook something. I don't even think there was even anything to cook anyway. So I was like, I'm going to go. I think I went to Starbucks. I actually uh, tried one of their uh, holiday drinks. It was like a, um, it's not creme brulee. Oh, caramel brulee latte, but I got it iced and it was actually pretty good. I liked it. It wasn't too sweet. It wasn't too bitter. It was, it's kind of like how I wish that a caramel macchiato tasted all the time. It was just like perfect. I think, uh, one of the previous episodes I told you guys, if you guys had any, uh, drinks to, you know, let me know. I think the only person that told me was uh, my homie Willie and Willie. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure it was you fool, but I can't remember what it was. I think you sent me a Snapchat or something, right? But damn, send me that thing again. And um, I'm gonna get it next time because I need to try new drinks at Starbucks. All I would get was a freaking caramel macchiato and I'm not hella basic anymore, even though I am because, you know, I did get a holiday drink. But besides indulging in trash food all weekend, another thing I did that was I mean, it, it's good, but I mean, I know I shouldn't be doing that right now. Uh, damn, I did Black Friday shopping. 
and I did it all online. I mean, I'm even now, like, I just don't want to go uh, for Christmas shopping. Like, I don't want to go to the store and stuff. I'm just going to order everyone's present. But, yeah, Black Friday, I went crazy. Like, <laughs> I was in my room, and I just seen all the deals. I knew everything I was trying to get. So I was like, all right, when that thing drops, I'm going to go get it so it don't sell out. I got everything I wanted to get except one thing. Um, ben Baller was doing, like, this Black Friday thing where he dropped all his merch. And this fool never drops merch. His, and his stuff is like very exclusive even when he drops like any product it sells out in like literally seconds so i was like you know what? i'm gonna get um not most of it but kind of yeah most of it so i was ready i think his dropped at like nine in the morning and i was ready i freaking put everything in my cart i uh, was about to check out and then it said like oh updated cart you are now missing something because it's out of stock and i was like what like it was already in my freaking cart. like i'm about to pay I was like, whatever, you know, it was just like, I, for, I forgot what it was. I think it was a shirt or something. So I was like, whatever. I got some other cool stuff. So then I was like, put in my payment and all that. And I seen there was like the Apple Pay thing. So I was like, perfect. You know, that's super easy. I freaking did like, you know, the double click on the side of your phone. And then all of a sudden it wasn't working. I was like, how? You know, like it was just working then. So I had to put everything in manually. Once I did that, it said cannot be, um, ship to your location or something like that i'm like fool i'm in california and that dude's in la and i knew it was just a bunch of bs because i went on twitter and i seen everyone telling him off like hey what the hell is this and then i put what happened to me and a bunch of other people were like dude the same thing happened to me i had stuff in my cart it didn't even let me get it i said what told you and all that and i mean i took an l on that i was pretty bummed out because i was like damn i'm like actually like a fan of this so i was like whatever but I guess that was just a sign telling me like, hey, you need to chill already and, you know, stop shopping because I, I was going to like drop a good amount. So I was like, you know what? I mean, I guess it was all meant to be. I'm not supposed to get this. So, all right, I get it. But now that I've got my little weekend wrap up out of the way, I got two stories for you guys today. They're short stories, but they're stories. So the other day, uh, when was it? I think it was like not the day before Thanksgiving, probably the day before that one or whatever, I was at work and uh, my freaking boss, Marcos, was like, hey, John is going to come by today to like sharpen my metals clips. I don't know what. And uh, John used to be the uh, like owner of the barber college that I went to. But yeah, he's not there no more. And now he does like a freaking he's like a mechanic for like tools, like barber tools, like sharpening them and stuff like that. Right. So I was like, well, whatever, you know. Uh, later on that day he came to the shop and then every time he sees me it's like it's just weird because like when I was going to school like I didn't talk to him at all I didn't talk to anybody unless you were like my close homie in there and all of us that I kicked it with we were all the same age we were like all like 17 16 some of them were actually 15 which is pretty wild thinking that but anyway so this is you know present time now so I'm a totally different person uh, I don't take anything from anybody anymore when I was going to school, even probably like the first two years, uh, I was cutting hair. I let myself, you know, get, uh, not bullied, but like if you told me stuff, I wouldn't really say anything back. And now I'm just like a whole different person. Like I don't let myself at all. So I don't even care if it was him, you know? So, um, he came to the shop. He said, what's up? I was like, cool. What's up? Uh, I was cutting hair. I think I did like two haircuts while he was there and um he came in back and forth and then he was telling us well i think he did he did work for like both of my coworkers, 
and I had nothing for him to do, like, for what, you know, like, I really didn't have anything, usually, you know, if uh, I see someone, and I, and I really do need, like, supplies, or whatever it is, I'll do it, you know, like, I'm not stingy, like, I'm not freaking cheap, like, I'll do it, but, I mean, I really had nothing, so I was like, whatever, you know, and then, uh, he was like, all right, that's cool, I was like, cool, later on, this will comes back in, and he starts talking to us about, um, his business, you know, because it's, like, something new, and, whatever right and i'm over just reminding my business talking to my own clients and stuff it's not like i'm there being all quiet like how i used to be you know so he was like all right thanks guys and then he was uh he was walking out he's gonna do some more stuff but as he was walking out he's like forget you sam and then like just trying to be funny you know like practically saying like f you but he just said forget you because i don't know how respectful that would be but i mean i know what you're trying to say fool so I was like, whatever, dude. And then I ignored it. By the third time this fool did that, I was already like talking trash, like being like, okay, fool, like I'm not going to do business with you. And then even when he said later, he was like, bye. And he's like, except you, Sam. Or I don't know what. Like, I was like, dude, I was like, fool, I already said later. I know what I, I said. Uh, I said later already, wait, or something like that. And everyone laughed. But the short story I have for you today is me going, you know, being in barber school. And uh, I was there for like about a year and one month. And if you knew me back then or since the beginning, you know, you know that I was like real quiet. I was real shy and stuff. Didn't really talk much. So when I was attending this school, I was pretty much off the radar. Like even uh, what it was like probably like halfway through the year, had like half a year already that I was attending. Uh, they didn't even know my name. Like I was that much off the radar. Like they had no idea what my name was. So you can imagine, you know, how much stuff I got away with. Like, dude, when I was in high school, I think I already told you guys, like, I got away with ditching school all the time. And there was this kid in my class that looked just like me, but the generic version. So every time, like, I would get in trouble, that kid would get in trouble if he wasn't there. Like, I think his name was, like, Luis or something. And I remember my biology teacher was like, oh, I'm I'm writing you up, Luis. And I don't know what. And. I was kind of like, I don't even care. I think that kid ended up going to Citrus or something anyways. But going back to, you know, uh, me being in barber school, uh, I ditched one day. And this was already like, I had like two weeks left of, you know, school, like attending, you know, that I have before I'm done. So I was like, I'm practically already done. And a quick uh, side note, when you're like more than halfway done with school, like doing time, you have to pay off the rest of your tuition so I think at that time I owed like six g's or seven g's or something like that because it was like what like eight thousand for the whole school because I didn't they they weren't helping me out like those programs some people get help with programs but I didn't qualify for that so we had to pay full and uh yeah so once you're halfways and let's say I were to get kicked out I don't get my money back so continuing the story, me and all my homies, we were ditching one day. I think we went to like Walmart and stuff. And it was funny because uh, we, my homie Chuckle, that fool had like a beat up S10. And we, there were so many of us that, and his, that little S10 was what, what, it could only fit like three people, but like hella crammed. And it was a stick shift car. So if you're in the middle, that fool, ha- that fool's between your legs and so shifting and then there were still like two of our other homies uh in the his the trunk like in the bed like laying down 
and we were out for a while and for some reason that day I was just like hey dude like we should clock out today because I have a bad feeling and everyone was just like ah nah like you know we're gonna get away with it so whatever we had fun we were messing around in like Walmart and Bakersfield and stuff and I forgot where else we went that day but we got back and we had like this little um we always had like a plan like oh when we get back everyone go in like one at a time because obviously if we all come in at once it's gonna look suspicious like if you come in one at a time just think we went to like the store we got something out of our car something like that so um, we got in and once all of us were in we all used to kick it in the back there's like these like stations in the back where we would just hang out because it was so low-key and uh, after like an hour of being back we were like damn fool like hell yeah like we got away with it like another day saved i guess so uh later on that day like the last uh hour of school that day we were uh, about to clean up our stuff i think it was probably like probably like the last 30 minutes of school and there's an intercom right there too so all you hear is attention everybody the following students please come to the office and right when we heard that we're like no way you know like we all looked at each other and there this was like Raymond, please come to the office. Solomon, uh, Sergio, Samuel. I think that was all of us that day. And then we all walked together. And this whole time, I was just like, "Oh damn! Oh damn! Like they—they they know, you know." There was there was no doubt in my mind that they knew. I was like, "We're caught." So we go back there, and then they uh, the instructors talk to us. That guy John, he talks to us, and he's like telling us, "We know you guys ditched." We looked at the cameras. We looked at your guys' uh, clock. You guys stayed clocked in, which you're not supposed to be doing that. And I don't know what. But mind you that all of my homies, even though we were the same age, I started before most of them. So I only had two weeks left of school. But all these fools still had like five months or like eight months or or I don't even know how long because some of them uh, were still in high school. So they couldn't go as much as I did. And, uh, oh, yeah, if you smoke weed or they, I mean, they could uh, random drug test you over there, too. And if you come out dirty, you get kicked out of the school. So uh, if you're ditching, obviously, they're going to think right off the bat, like, oh, these guys are, you know, smoking. And I don't know what, but they and even though some of them did smoke, not not that day, like just in general. And like, you know, like people just smoke outside of school or whatever. Um, they didn't uh, look at them any like way like they got in trouble but the one that got in trouble the most was me and this is going back to like this last week whenever i saw john because I, I didn't talk this for you you know but the he was like talking so good of me and stuff that other day that i saw him and he was like yeah like this guy gifted us a microwave uh before he like when he graduated from barber school i don't know what and then he won a he won one of our prizes at a barber battle like two years later but every time I see him, I always think of this day whenever we got caught, because since I was there the longest, I was the one that had to take responsibility for literally everybody, because since I've been there the longest, I should know like right from wrong or whatever. So I was like, dude, this sucks. Let me do like, OK, look at me. If you guys have seen me lately, look at the way I look right now. I still look like I'm freaking like 18 so when I was 17, I looked like I was 14. So imagine a really young bones. Dude, I was, damn. I, and I was like, what, like freaking 100 pounds or something. And 
dude, this guy freaking yelled at me. The the uh, office that they have is in the back, and there's a door, and we were all there, and this fool yelled at me in front of all my homies. Like, we're on a circle. This guy looked at me straight in the eyes to see if I was high, and I wasn't high, but this guy freaking yelled hella close to my face. Like, if this fool would have freaking puckered his lips or something, like, this fool would have freaking kissed my nose already for sure. Like, he was that close to me. And he's, I mean, he's bigger than me, you know, especially back then. I was hella small. And then he was telling me, like, oh, you know, that you're responsible and you only have two weeks left and you're really going to ruin it by doing this. Like, like you know what? You're out of here. And he kept telling me, like, you're out of here, yelling at me. And I was like, dude, like, low-key, I wanted to cry. I didn't want to cry because this fool was yelling at me. But I, was cry- I wanted to cry because I was like, dude, I had already freaking, we already gave you this, like, the rest of the payment like eight grand down toilet like fuck, like i'm done i was just thinking of like how pissed my mom was going to be like that was what i was scared of the most i was like dude like i only have two weeks left i can't get a refund and when you get kicked out you can't even come back i think you gotta wait like a good while to come back unless you go to another school and uh damn uh he, yeah he told me he was gonna kick me out i was supposed to get kicked out but i mean since i never caused them any trouble they were like you know what you have two weeks left so don't screw it up so you know uh honestly i think i did ditch or something like another time or whatever but i was hella paranoid um from that day i was like dude hell no like even when i did ditch i think it was like something small like i just went to the store real quick or something like that but they were cool um that dude's sister was hella cool too she liked me a lot i don't even know if she remembers me but i remember like the day i was supposed to graduate i still had what like the whole day that i had to stay there like it's like 10 more hours that i had left but i did like that little graduation ceremony thing and then right after that it was like only like an hour they were like hey like honestly like if you want to go home already it's cool like clock out already so I did, and yeah, but that's a quick little story. Um, I only brought that up just because, like I told you guys, I was doing like this 2,000-word essay. We got to um, have like a creative writing essay this time, and you could have it on a short story that we have read already for the class, or you could have something about your personal life, and it has to be like similar to a story we've read or whatever, and I talked about a time from barber school and it wasn't this story it was like a crazier story i actually talked about it and uh my friend andres's podcast and the deep fried podcast i talk about that story but i haven't listened to that episode in so long but now that i have my own podcast i'm pretty sure i'll cringe a lot just because i didn't know how to talk right and low-key i probably still don't know how to talk right on here it's kind of hard being a storyteller whenever you feel like, I don't know, like you're dragging it on or whatever. But if you want to hear that story, go to uh, Deep Fried Podcast. And it's probably like the third to last episode. You know what it said. I think it's, it just has like bones or something on it. But if you want to hear it, it's on there. Uh, I'll probably uh, talk about it again, like way later on in my podcast. But hopefully I get better at storytelling and uh that's it for that for a short story i hope you guys laughed a little bit or something just try to think of me full when i'm a little like when i'm way younger than what i look like right now and just imagine me full like my eyes get all watery like fuck dude like <laughs> like dude i was like dude all my fr- all the freaking money down the drain dude like that sucks and for the next story i have i feel like the next story is gonna be way shorter than this one 
but the only reason it even crossed my mind was because uh i don't know if you guys i don't think i i had to tell you guys that the Chappelle show was on netflix and if you like keep up with social media you know that it's off already and it's because uh well dave Chappelle like asked them to take it off and i don't know if some people are mad about it or whatever but i mean you gotta realize for like imagine someone getting paid for something that you did and you're not getting paid for it and i don't even think it's the fact that like he's not getting paid for it but it's pretty much a slap in the face to him it's kind of like those fools are just not netflix but the people that are comedy central right it's kind of like them just like having something of his that he created not that they created and they're just kind of like waving it at him kind of like thinking it's funny like oh look it's yours but actually it's mine because we own it and you can't do anything about it but this fool has so much juice now that he got netflix to take it off and he talks about it too if you guys haven't already um on instagram go to his uh, to dave Chappelle's instagram and he has a short uh, video it's i think it's like 18 minutes or something but it's it's really worth the time watching i saw it. i've only seen it once um, I low-key needed to watch it again before I even talked about this, but I can still remember uh, a good amount of it. And he talks about uh, like why he left and all that. And then he also talks about how uh, the show is still on HBO. And he says that back then he pitched the show, Chappelle show, to HBO. And they just kind of looked at him like, why do we need you for and i mean look at them now you know they got his stuff they like whatever i don't know if they paid for it. i can't really remember but it's funny that back then they told him that and now he gets to tell them like what do i need you for because he really doesn't need him like dave Chappelle is so successful like he could he could even stop already and he did stop for like what like 10 years or something like that and it still blows my mind that whenever uh we were playing uh the Chappelle show at the barbershop a lot of people in there didn't even know what the hell it was like they laughed obviously but i would like i already knew what was going to happen but it's still funny to me and then i would just tell people like you haven't seen this and they're like nah i never heard of this and i was just like dude what that's that's insane but going back and talking about this uh post that dave Chappelle put up if i'm like i'm saying go to his thing it's called unforgiven watch it and in it he talks about a lot of his personal experiences growing up uh, as a comedian, but mostly of it's practically just about him being taken advantage of. And I'm 100% sure that all of us have gotten taken advantage of one way or the other so far in our lifetime. I know I have. And he talks about when he was 15, he was just starting off, uh, you know, doing comedy shows. And he had this one joke. I can't remember what it was. But this other comedian, he's, I don't know, like probably like 30 years old, straight up grown man, you know, and uh, he's uh, Dave Chappelle had a joke. I forgot what it was. But after uh, that other comedian, like the older man told him, like, hey, like that was pretty funny. Like, do you mind if I use it in one of my uh, stand ups? So Dave agreed because he says, like, well, I mean, anything to save this guy's uh, career, right? Because when you get taken advantage of, especially when someone comes to you acting vulnerable, they really aren't vulnerable. So this guy keeps taking his jokes and he sees how good it's been doing. So he's like, hey, like um, he pulls him aside, whatever. After one show, he's like, hey, man, like 
can uh have can have my joke back you know and then that guy's like well i'll buy it off you for 50 bucks and he's like well i mean i need all the material i can get you know that's the only way that i'm gonna get big so no you can't have it and then he says that this guy gets up huge guy compared to him because he's like a 15 year old kid and he just tells him like well i can just take it and he explains that he was intimidated and still to this day he remembers that every day and while i was watching this video i got kind of like like it hit me you know like it actually got me in my feels because i know exactly how that feels like you guys already know the story I've told you that I freaking did a haircut for like $5 and I didn't get appreciated for it. I even had one of my homies that, you know, he's still catching up on episodes and he had finished that episode. And when he came in, he was just like, dude, you really did that for five bucks. And I'm like, dude, like I'm telling you, like, I know who's like really down for me and who's not. And along the way, yeah, it's cool. Like you learn and stuff, but the learning, I mean, yeah, the learning process is important and I'm completely grateful for it, but it just sucks to see the kind of people that you thought were really there for you, they really aren't. So now this comes to my very short story, and this probably happened like four years ago, I think. Um, so I had this client, and uh, he was he was cool. Uh, he was kind of like suspect at times, but he never did anything to me to not trust him. I had been cutting his hair for a couple years now and he like didn't let anyone cut his hair or his like son's hair unless it was me. So I was like, damn, like, you know, this fool tells me about like supposed like, yeah, he would tell me about his like personal life and stuff. So you would think that there was a bond. Right. And this is like years. Right. So I was like, this is someone that I, I thought like was going to be my client forever. And uh, when it came down to money and stuff, too, um, I remember one time. I didn't believe him. He was like, hey, I need to go pick up uh, my car at like um, Big Brand or something like that. And from the shop that I was at at the time, it wasn't that far. But I remember he told me like, hey, can you give me a ride? Do you have any time? I'm like, well, I have an appointment in a little bit. He's like, dude, if you take me, like, I'll give you like 40 bucks when we get there. And I was like, dude, you're freaking lying. And yeah, true to his word, I took him. It was like literally like down the street. And when I got there, he paid me 40 bucks. That was the quickest 40 bucks I ever made in like five minutes or something. So now I'm taking you guys like four years back, right? Or five years now, maybe. But he was selling um like jerseys, like sports jerseys and stuff. And he was always telling me like he was making good money off it and all this other stuff. And that if he needed, if that, if I needed any, that he could hook me up and he could even give me ones that are customized. Like I could have like my last name on it or I could have like any name on it and it's like straight like it's legit I don't know what and uh there's even probably some friends on here listening that know exactly what I'm talking about because I told a couple of my friends my good friends that because they wanted jerseys at one time too so I was like hey like I have a plug da 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 like I was usually I usually always have a plug to something and uh yeah so like no one has ever uh, screwed me over so i was guessing since me and that guy were cool and he always came through for me and stuff like that that you know it was gonna be cool so i hit him up we all um had an order of a couple jerseys each i think i ordered like three or four jerseys for myself 
um probably like three of those friends three or four of those friends actually um yeah ordered like two like two each or something and then my coworker he uh, ordered like two of them too i think or i think just one but so this guy was like all right well like you know pay me and then i'll order the stuff for you so i was like all right cool um i can't remember how much it was but it was a pretty good amount like it was a couple hundred dollars you know and um a month passed by and i was like hey like you have any word on when they're coming in he's like oh yeah they're coming in every time i would hit this guy up and telling him um or when he would came f- come for a haircut he would just kind of be like oh yeah yeah they're on their way or whatever so it was like every month i was like telling him and uh it got close to not even exaggerating it came close to like almost a like damn i had probably like five months already like i was like hey dude what the hell like i was already like mad at this point because i mean i'm patient but like five months for like dude they're like if it was me like i would still be like kind of mad but i was like dude like hey like you got all these guys money and like some of these guys like need it like they had it for a present for somebody or they're going to like this game that they wanted to wear it to and all this other stuff and he was like, oh, yeah, man, my bad. But no, no, the, the guy hit me up and he said this and that and it, it's here. But da da da. I just kept giving me excuses. And finally, all my friends were pretty fed up and they're like, hey, dude, honestly, like if you could just give me my money back, I, I don't really care anymore. Like I don't want um, the jersey anymore. Like if I had to wait that long. So I told this guy like, hey, like they want their money back. I explained to him and then he was like, oh, all right. Um, yeah. And then he made up an excuse or a lie saying that oh yeah man this guy the guy that got it for me he doesn't want uh he doesn't want to give me the jerseys like he got them and he said he wants he'll give them to me but he'll he's gonna double the price and i'm like fool like how is he gonna double the price like how is he going to get money from customized jerseys my, my homie anthony ordered a customized uh vancouver canucks hockey jersey and on the back he got the last name Sherbotsky. Sherbotsky is the last name of Robin Sherbotsky from How I Met Your Mother. And <laughs> there's no way that that fool was going to sell that. So at this point, I knew he was lying. And then I was like, hey, you know what? Like, just give me the money and uh, whatever, you know? So he gave me uh, not even all of it. Like, I was like, hey, like, where's the rest of it? Um, I had to like press this fool to be like, hey, give me the rest of it. And then he was like, oh, um, yeah, I actually got um, one of your jerseys, though. And it was like a Dwayne Wade jersey. And I was like, all right, cool, whatever. And then uh, I was like, oh, he's like, hey, I actually have all of your jerseys, though. And I was like, cool. I had ordered like three jerseys. He only gave me one. And now that I'm thinking about it, I think that he didn't even give me a really like uh, the exact amount back for like my friend's uh, jerseys. So I felt bad, you know, because I was the one that told them like, hey, I know somebody that can hook us up and I don't know what. And this one didn't even give me like all the money back yet. So I was like, you know what? Screw it. Like, I'm just going to pay them whatever was left. Like, I'm just going to pay them out of my pocket because it was my fault and whatever. I'll just get the money from this guy when he pays me. Right. After we had that fallout or whatever, um, I hit him up and I was like, hey, dude, like, where's the rest of my jerseys like i like he still had my money and stuff um and then he gave me like i forgot how much he gave me back of my money and he still owed me like a hundred dollars left and 
I never heard from him ever again after that. He used to get a haircut like every week or every two weeks. He never hit me up anymore. I never saw him around anymore. I still haven't seen him, um, but I did have an encounter with him probably like maybe close to a year after that incident. I remember I was uh, at the gym, like we're about to go in, but I like to chew gum or whatever when I'm at the gym. So I told my homie like, hey, hold up real quick. Um, Right there by Planet Fitness, there's like a Dollar General. So I was like, oh, they should have some gum right there, right? So I went over there. Uh, I was paying for gum. And as I was paying, I saw this guy and he was he saw me and he looked right at me and he looked at me kind of like with some type of fear but then he looked like that we were still cool and I was in a good mood that day like I was like oh hell yeah like I got out of work um about to get this workout in like I'm freaking tweaked out I feel great and seeing this guy killed my whole entire mood uh anyone that knows me you know that like I'm a real like nice person you know and it takes a lot for me to get mad when I saw this guy, dude, my freaking something into me, like there was a switch and it just turned like the opposite of what I am. Like I was pissed, but at the same time, I was like, you know what? Like this guy isn't worth my time. And he said, what's up? And I just ignored him. I left. Uh, I didn't even give him like a smirk, nothing. I just looked at him like, well, you know what you did, you know? And I bring this up because just like how Dave Chappelle said, like when he was younger, like, you know, he got taken advantage of and stuff like that stayed with him for the rest of his life that incident even though it wasn't that crazy to some people and i know some people are probably thinking right now like dude like a hundred dollars like that's a lot of money and uh honestly i thought about it you know like i thought about like i knew where this guy lived i was like i could be freaking crazy and you know get some like you know people that i know that are way bigger and like intimidating and be like Fuck, let's go to this guy's house just so he don't do that to someone else again you know but at first i was just thinking like you know what keep the hundred bucks i believe in karma so if you stole hundred bucks from me then i can only imagine what kind of debt you're going to be in the future and as i got older you know it was still in my mind and i was still thinking like and honestly i still think about it sometimes just because I'm I just think of like I'm never going to uh, be that person again you know like I'm never going to be like yeah if you know me like I'm nice to you or whatever I'll give you one chance or whatever but I don't let my guard down anymore and it took me a while to think of that and to even uh, learn from that situation but I also uh, thought of if you guys have seen a Bronx tale I thought of that uh, probably like last year or something or honestly maybe even this year I was thinking about it because I was like damn fool like that was a hundred dollars you know like it's not a lot to some people and I know I spend money on dumb stuff but I was thinking of that movie Bronx Tale whenever uh, Collagero was uh, chasing some guy down that owed him 20 bucks and then uh, Sonny pulls him aside and he's like dude what are you doing you know like kind of like you're embarrassing him and he tells him like oh this guy owes me 20 bucks and he's like dude it's just 20 bucks and he's like no it's like the principal and I don't know what and then Sonny tells him like do you like the guy and he's like no I don't like the guy and then he's like well there you go 20 dollars is all it took for you to get rid of him he's never gonna bother you again and he's never gonna ask you for money again you got off cheap And you know what, Uh, for the people that haven't seen a Bronx Tale, uh, 
you know what? Ayo, Tony, can you pull that clip up for me real quick? What's the This guy Louie Dumps over here, you know, he owes me $20. It's been two weeks now, and every time he sees me, he keeps dodging me. Yeah. And he's becoming a real pain in the ass. I mean, should I crack him on or what? What's the matter with you? What have I been telling you? Sometimes hurting somebody ain't the answer. First of all, is he a good friend of yours? Nah, I don't even like him. You don't even like him? Well, there's your answer right there. Look at it this way. It costs you $20 to get rid of him, right? He's never going to bother you again. He's never going to ask you for money again. He's out of your life for $20. You got off cheap. Forget it. You're always right. You're always right. So the message for today is even when you come across situations you thought you'd never be in, be thankful because sometimes it's a blessing in disguise. If I had a perfect life, I, I wouldn't be where I am today. The most successful and happy people took L's left and right. It's not always about the goal. It's everything in between that helped you get to your goal. And I'm going to end this episode just like that. I know some people wanted to hear about me. Like I said last week, that I was going to talk about like some player hating stuff and all this other whatever. But I like to come on here and talk whatever's on my mind. And all this was very relatable to me. And I just thought it was only right that I talk about it this week. So, you know, probably next week. If not next week, who knows? You know, I just go with the flow. But I got to get up out of here because your boy got work at nine in the morning and i wake up like two hours before that because i need to wake myself up and eat and do all this other stuff but once again thank you guys for tuning in for sticking with me this long for finishing all these episodes and genuinely just love listening to me but right before i really end this i'm gonna end it with this quote anything fast don't last and if it makes you anxious it must take patience. Is that bars or what? That's all on me, fool. That's all from the top of my dome. But hey, thank you guys once again. Tell your homies about the podcast. Subscribe. And please do me a favor and go to the Apple podcast and leave a review, please. Thank you. I appreciate it. But hey, I'll see you guys next week. I'm out. Peace. I'm leaving. Don't nobody worry, I'll be doing my damn thing. Quick, fast, in a hurry, dream weaving. Keeping me and my team even. Shifting time zones, trying to see the seven seas and everything in between. We heavy and we heavenly, so we love whatever we see. From the banks of the Mississippi to the shores of Tripoli, we do more tours and wage wars. I'm swimming in women and living without limit. My penmanship got me on a trip spinning around the world. Bullshit aside, we on a worldwide.